If Joe Biden had ordered the FDA to approve these injections and we had proof that he'd ordered them to do that, how would we feel? That's the case that the party is going to make against President Trump. I, I hate this. I hate having to deliver this. There's a reason I've been warning about this for a long time. Because it was very, very clear that they were going to do that. Because someone will have to take the fall. Someone's going to have to pay the price. Asked, what was it? it? And have you seen any other vaccine that was put out for the public that skipped the animal test? Never before, skipped. especially for children. And as I've what I've read, they actually started the animal test. And because the animals were dying, they stopped the test. Right. Folks, I think that's important to understand there that that what we're talking about is American people are now the guinea pigs. This is the test program that's going on. They, they didn't do the human testing and they stopped the animal test because the animals were dying. And then they turned it out for the public. And we are now looking at, at businesses that want to mandate that this experimental vaccine be given to people as a condition of their employment. It's happening. A listener let me know or turned me on to a political article breaking the news that a House subcommittee is making the case that it's all the fault of President Donald John Trump. Todd Herman Show is 100% disapproved by big pharma, technocrats, and tyrants everywhere. Now, from the high mountains of free America, here's the Emerald City Exile, Todd Herman. Today is the day the Lord has made, and these are the times through which God has decided we shall live. Huge thanks to my friend Dave the Digital at GreenhavenInteractive.com. Man, can he help your business work through the, the Google madness with Google Maps and Google Search to make sure you get the uh, search position and map position results you deserve as a company. He's at greenhaveninteractive.com. Sometimes, I remember Rush saying, God rest him, that he sometimes hated being right. Um, I really try, man, because it's prideful. I really, really try so very hard to not do um, I told you so stuff. And I'm really thinking about why do I even feel the need to say, I told you so. And I beg you to hear my heart on this. It's because I want so much for people to understand. I have no idea why you and I see this stuff so clearly. I I have no idea why God gifted us with this, but he did. And I... I conjecture a thought that the, the, the more often and more consistently you walk in the word of God, the more you welcome the Holy Spirit to your heart, the less likely you are to fall for lies. 
and there is no truth in the FDA. There is no truth in the CDC. There is no truth at Children's Hospital. There is no truth um, in Boston's Children's Hospital or Seattle's Children's Hospital. There's no truth at Moderna or Pfizer or Johnson & Johnson. There's no truth. They can't have truth because they are founded and foundationally set upon opposition to the very word of God, but also because they serve a master they don't even recognize. I know, I know that's horribly tough talk and, and horribly uh, accusatory and judgmental. And I, I'm aware that I got a forest of logs growing out of my face and out of my, out of my eyes. And yet this stuff is so very clear. Uh, I was doing show prep and I got a note from a really long time listener and, and great supporter of, of the show who, who alerted me to this. Uh, Larry Kalchik sent me a tweet this is exactly what Todd Herman said they would do to Trump if he doesn't stop boasting about rushing out the shots from the Politico. The Trump administration pressured the FDA to authorize unproven treatments for COVID-19 and the first COVID-19 vaccines on an accelerated timeline, according to a House report released Wednesday. Understand the subtext to that article, please. They write, and the first... COVID-19 vaccines on an accelerated timeline. The first, they intend to hang around President Trump's neck the deaths from the injections, the maiming, the lifelong maiming, some of the temporary maiming of people from these injections. They fully intend to do that. But that phrase... And the first COVID-19 vaccines is key. It's their intent to pretend that the second wave of COVID-19 so-called vaccines, and they've never been vaccines, that the second wave of these things are safe and effective. They intend to indemnify the figurehead. They intend to indemnify governors who forced clot shots in the people's arms. And there's a bunch of governors who are Republican who did that. Greg Abbott just farcically, clownishly extended the so-called emergency declaration in the state of Texas. Greg Abbott is a liar. There is no emergency. He's a liar. But in, in comparison to what's been done to the American people by Moderna and Pfizer and Fauci, Burks, Walensky, Collins, Bill Gates, who of course was elected vaccine czar of the planet, it pales. I want to get straight to how they're going to make this case, and I hate to say it, but President Trump has given them all the evidence they need to make this case. I want to get to how President Trump needs to right now. I beg, I beg Team Trump right now. You have, you're already late. You're six months late. 
on this six at, at the least six months ago, you needed to be out front saying Fauci, Burks, Collins, Gates, they all lied about these injections and how harmful they are and how useless they are. They all lied. The president has all the proof in the world. The World Health Organization and Fauci pretending that, that, that there were going to be 30 million dead Americans from COVID. They knew that wasn't true. He's got all the evidence, but now it's going to look like he's scrambling to defend himself. This was at a rally. Uh, I believe it was in the state of Pennsylvania. President Trump welcoming some people to the stage. And notice, this was a typical rally for the president whose whose base so beloves him. This is one of the rallies where he's got 50,000 people when Joe Biden can't get six and a half people to, to, to show up to do anything other than watch him fall off of a bike. But listen to the crowd's response. This are some friends of mine. They wanted to say, I said, don't come tonight. Let's go another time. It's pouring. Woody Johnson, a great gentleman. You ever hear of Johnson and Johnson? He owns the place. I tell you what, this guy's got cash like nobody's got cash. Johnson and Johnson, his incredible wife, Suzanne Johnson, whose family is very, very close. And she comes from Ukraine. So she's uh, she has a little bit of a hard time with it, but she's an incredible woman. Another incredible woman is Summers Farkas. A person respected by everybody in New York. No, no applause. That's part one. Part two is what they're going to use. And this is the part that they will use to hang this around President Trump's neck. And then let's talk about how he can defend against this. But just understand, he's at least six months behind. It's really honestly more like two years behind. When this stuff started killing people, it should have been pulled from the markets. The swine flu injections killed 26 people and they, they, they yanked it from the market. This stuff has killed at least, at least, the very, very least is 200,000 people. It's far more than that in all likelihood because it's going to continue to kill because it continues to poison people. I had a guy in public health say to me, Oh, you say the spike proteins are, are poison. Well, so is alcohol. And we use alcohol as a carriage system for medicines because it bypasses some of the filters of the body and gets the medicine straight into the cells. This guy's a doctor. And I said to him, are you honest to, to goodness comparing a gene sequencing device that cons your body into producing a cytotoxin, which is then stored for six months to a year in some of the most crucial portions of your body to alcohol that you urinate out in about 12 hours. Honestly, this is the part that these so-called public health of people uh, officials like that doctor will use against president Trump and, and I'm only, I, I feel like this is torture, guys. I feel like this is torture. I beg you to listen to this with the ears of a Democrat who feels about President Trump the way you feel about Joe Biden. So however you feel about Joe Biden and, and access those feelings, just, just think of that man. However you feel about Joe Biden, pretend that you feel that way about President Trump. I would have put a warning on or something on just that particular 
vaccine, but I certainly would have deposed it and, and gotten front page news all over the world. And then people don't want it. And did he probably even affects the others? Because, you know, there's a big situation with a lot of people don't want to take the vaccine. Well, this played right into their hands. And they want me to do public service messages and everything about everybody taking the vaccine. And look, I guess in a certain way, I'm the father of the vaccine because I was the one that pushed it. You know, to get it done in less than nine months was a miracle. Fauci said it would take three to five years. He thought it was uh, something that just wouldn't be that effective because it would take so long to get. We, I pushed the FDA like they have never been pushed before. I wouldn't exactly say they're, uh, they're in love with me. They have never, this is a very bureaucratic organization. I push them like they've never been pushed before, and that's why we have it. Uh, when they did the pause on Johnson & Johnson, I thought that was a, a very, very stupid thing to do. Would you recommend to our audience that they get the vaccine then? I would. I would recommend it, and I would recommend it to a lot of people that don't want to get it, and a lot of those people voted for me, Frank. That's... That's a lot. And the president has said those things time and time and time again. And I know, and it's my judgment on this, that he was absolutely put into the, the, the cornering of the most brilliant squeeze play that the devil himself has ever, ever orchestrated. To use, to take a flu and to pretend it's the walking dead and to enact event 201 that you'd been planning for two years and to have little hobgoblins of evil pop into this for their plans. Uh, BlackRock with their, hey, um, Federal Reserve, go ahead and, and, and conjure a bunch of money and give it to us because there's an emergency, don't you know? The devil of himself has never thought of a, well, I shouldn't say never, but has, has very rarely thought of a better plan to squeeze a guy. President Trump's in the White House and he's got that disgusting, that disgusting psychopath, Fauci, telling the world that 30 million Americans are going to die. And I remember watching a change in the president when this was going on, I, I saw a man seeking information. I, I saw a man who was instantly out talking about hydroxychloroquine and he was right, but that's not going to matter. The media will erase all of that. The mockingbird media will erase it from people's minds. Guys, they succeeded in convincing people that wearing a piece of cloth on your beak protects you from the walking dead, even though you can still smell the cologne of the person next to you. President Trump was right that this is going to burn itself out, and it would have had they not locked down, but that's, that's not going to matter. President Trump was right to resist the lockdowns, but that's not going to matter. Debbie Burks is on record saying she was lying to the president in her own book. She, she voluntarily wrote in her own book that she made it her duty to fool the president, to lie to him. She said in her own book, oh, I knew the lockdowns weren't for two weeks. I, I knew we needed a lot longer. 
And in her own book, what are the evidence Debbie Burks provides for why we needed a lockdown? Because China did. No, that's it. That's the full, that's the full statement. China did it. The Chinese Communist Party who murders people to sell their kidneys and who has full-on concentration camps filled with Uyghur women where you can buy their hair. And my daughter informed me that you can go online and buy their teeth. You want some human teeth? Buy a Uyghur woman's teeth. That's not going to matter. See, COVID worked the first time. COVID was the election and the election was COVID. And you, if you listened to my radio show or heard me on Russia's show, God rest him, you heard me say that. It's not going to matter. Unless President Trump acts today, I, I am going to do everything in my limited sphere of influence to get this to President Trump's team and I, I, I've got to go through Mark Meadows. Back in the day, I don't think I've ever named his name before, but back in the day, um, I did a fill-in for Rush, God rest the Maha, and uh, uh, it was at a time where people were so very confused about the COVID and the, the, the media was pressing so hard. And so the entire first hour was, let me demystify this. And that day we distributed links, probably 100,000 people downloaded my COVID fact sheet. And during the show, Mark Meadows was on hold with one of Team EIB uh, senior members and said, hey, who is this? <laughs> I love this. He said, um, he said something to the effect of, who is this guy filling in for Rush? Who is he? And, and so Team EIB said, oh, it's this guy, Todd Herman from Seattle. And, and then Meadows said, hey, put me back on hold. I want to hear this. And then Mark said, hey, could, could, could that guy give us, could he help us like with this messaging? This is the clearest messaging I've heard. And yeah, sure, I'm be my honor. And suddenly the president started to talk about cases, 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 cases of nothing. Suddenly they began to talk about the fraud of the PCR test. Now, Scott Atlas is, is roughly 10 billion times smarter than me. And Scott may not be as, because Scott's not, because Scott's 10 million times or 10 billion times smarter than, than me, he may explain things in a way that's not quite as straightforward wrestler style. But somehow that resonated with them. Uh, guys, you are six months to two years behind on this. They're going to hang you up on this. You have got to get this defense and it can't be a defense. It needs to be an offense, but this is going to be so difficult because it's going to look like President Trump is flip-flopping on the injections. That's how it's going to look. They're going to press him to the wall on this. Mar-a-Lago didn't work. The FBI's approval ratings are up. Or pardon me, the FBI approval ratings down. President Trump's are up. So let's talk about defense in a second. 
I had a discussion um, yesterday with my coach about this next year. Uh, and in a birthday period, I do sort of a self-inventory. So here's where I'm going to take my health is I have decided um, that I'm going to just, I'm, I'm going to just press it to the wall. And um, that means to me that I'm going to get as strict on eating as I've ever been. And I'm pretty strict. Now that sounds like a whole lot of self-denial, doesn't it? Well, the way I'm going to do this isn't going to involve self-denial. It's going to involve precision. So what this is going to mean for me is a lot of prep cooking. So what it's going to mean to me is a day of, of cooking beef because I don't eat enough of it. Uh, a day of cooking fish because the fish I eat often, um, it has cheese and stuff in it. And, and I, just, I, I just want pure nutrients all the time. So it's going to mean I got to figure out some ways to store vegetables. And, and yeah, it's a lot of work. But it's something that I'm going to choose to do for this, this, this portion of life where I, I feel like I've got useful shelf life left, where I can still have some fun doing the things I enjoy. And the things I enjoy are not what most people enjoy in, in terms of, of being physical. Most people my age don't like what I do. That's me. Um, there are people who just don't want to do that. <laughs> I wish I was one of them. So a quicker and in fact, probably more sane way to do this is with soda weight loss at sodaweightloss.com. And let me explain. They're going to sit with you and talk with you as a human being who's not somehow bent to try to get one more lift in or one more, uh, you know, stupid CrossFit workout in who wants to live a long life, who wants to move well who wants clothes to be comfortable, who wants to sleep better, who, yeah, wants to be able to jump in the, in, in the lake in the summer and, and have a swim with the kids and, and wants those things. And hey, if you're a gym rat, all the better, right? Because they'll take care of the planning, when you eat, what you eat. They'll base that upon you. Um, there's fantastic cooking classes and recipes to teach you how to cook in a soda compliant way. There are um, concentration uh, tapes. What is that? Uh, man, I'm turning into Joe. Hey, you know the thing. We're going to hypnotize yourself. You got those uh, audio programs. Those are so useful, by the way. And they've got Christian versions of those, which are the ones that uh, I recommend you use. If you're going to fill your head with something, make sure that God's at the center of it. And they'll help you take off the unwanted fat. They'll do all the, in other words, they'll do all the concentration and the busy work. You just eat. It's sodaweightloss.com. S-O-T-A, weightloss.com. By the way, S-O-T-A stands for state of the art. So it starts like this. It starts with, let's get to the way that they're going to come at Trump on this. Because we would be saying, wait a minute, wait a minute. The pharmaceutical companies, Big Pharma, Big Pharma did this. So they're going to present this. This is the, uh, the boss man, uh, Burla, of, of the murderous criminal company Moderna. I want to get a little into the weeds here and the mRNA technology. When you and, you and your, your colleagues were trying to decide which route to go down, the traditional vaccine route or the mRNA route, you, you write that... Um, it was, quote, most counterintuitive to go the mRNA route, and yet you went that route. Explain why. It was 
counterintuitive because Pfizer was mastering, or let's say we had very good experience and expertise with the multiple technologies that could uh, give a vaccine. Adenoviruses, but some of the other vaccines are. We, we were very good in doing that. Um, protein vaccines, we were very good in doing that, and plus many other technologies. Um, mRNA was the technology, but we had less experience, only two years working on this. And actually, mRNA was a technology that never delivered a single product until that day. Uh, not vaccine, not any other medicine. So, uh, so it was very counterintuitive, and I was surprised when they suggested to me that this is the way to go. Was it? And incidentally, that's the uh, the head criminal of Pfizer. My bad. See what he said. They wanted to go. That's what he said. They. So number one, who was advising Donald Trump? A liar named Fauci and a liar named Debbie Burks were the people who were advising President Trump at this time. Remember the old question in Watergate? What did they know and when did they know it? I knew these vaccines were not going to protect against infection. And I think we overplayed the vaccines and it made people then worry that it's not going to protect against severe disease and hospitalization. Well, it didn't because it couldn't. And who else knew that? Everybody. So point number two is why did Big Pharma tell the Securities and Exchange Commission that this stuff wouldn't stop um, infection or transmission when they didn't say that to the American people? Why did they do that? Why was one thing said? And here's why. Because when they um, present that to Wall Street and they say those things, they can be sued by shareholders for lying. And, and, and why would sh I mean, shareholders, how could they now that Pfizer has, has stolen from us all this money? Why would they sue them given all that money? But the reason that they made that disclosure was they didn't have a waiver at the time because what they said there, they could be held liable for because they were testifying basically to, to the, to, to the security exchange commission. They were stating to a government agency, here's what this stuff does and here's what it doesn't do. So that's, that's step two is let's get to the fact that Fauci lied and let's get to the fact that Collins lied Let's get to the fact that Redfield lied. They all lied. They all knew the nature of these injections. And if that's in question, then just ask, how is it that some goof, rodeo clown, college dropout, you know, he'll live in uh, rifle monkey in Idaho knew? How? Because Rifle Monkey in Idaho read the SEC filings. That's how Rifle Monkey knew. That's how the rodeo clown got it. Step three, since it's the FDA that's making these charges. And 
And in this subcommittee, it's the FDA that's making these claims. And this makes sense because smart FDA so-called scientists have already fled the ship. Why? Because the FDA intends to inject children with this medically useless, all too often harmful and, and way too often deadly garbage, gene sequencing garbage. They left because God bless them. They didn't want to be part of killing kids or maiming kids or making it so kids' immune systems don't work, which is what the continued use of boosters do for far too many people. But step, step three is to take this back to the FDA. And President Trump can say this, and President Trump can say uh, with all pure intellectual honesty, uh, wait a minute, wait just a second. You, you're, you're, you, you want to blame this on me, but guys, um, the drug you approved you have never given to anybody. The drug that has emergency youth author authorization has never been used in America, right, Senator Ron Johnson? Now they're, they're not fully approved. Another bait and switch that the, the, the agencies are not answering my question. What, what did you do on August 23rd? You, you approved a drug that's not available. You say it's legally distinct, but interchangeable. But they extend the EUA on the drug that is available. What? Would you just explain it? It confuses me. It's confusing all kinds of people. They won't answer the question. And I have had so many questions. The American public should have so many questions. Well, and I do and you do. President Trump's team had better get this fast the FDA pulled a shell game because the FDA is a pharmaceutical company. Look, you are who pays you to be you. Well, that's a silly way to say it. As a business, your biggest customers decide what you do for a living. That's what they do. You know, if you're in the, um, if you're in the business of selling boats and your biggest customers come along and say, hey, we're not going to be taking any more 22-foot votes. Uh, the market's changed. We live in an area where everybody has a lot of money. Our, our target clients, they don't want anything other than a 28-foot boat. So don't even come to us with a 22-foot boat. You're going you're gonna to make a decision. Let's see. Can we pivot our entire company to get away from our biggest customers or should we do what they want and make 28-foot boats? In the case of the FDA, their customers are pharma. They don't care about you. They're immune from you. You can't hurt them. They have the magic community of being government employees. But pharma can shut off their funding tomorrow. So that's an important step. Uh, another important step for Team Trump to get in this, and they have got to understand this, I beg them to understand this, is they're going to make it seem like Trump is dirty on this. And, and it's going to be he's craven and he wanted to win and he doesn't care about people and he wanted the stock market to go up. They're going to take that audio of him bringing the Johnson Johnson owners up and bragging about how much money they have at the Johnson and Johnson owners. That's what they're going to do. So the next step is to get on record the fact that CDC employees, including Fauci, are deeply compromised. They lied for a reason. Fauci lied about the rate of death. He lied about there being no immunity. He lied about the injections being 100% effective. He lied about the injections being safe. 
The FDA lied about them being fully approved. What is in people's arms is not the injection that was fully improved. That has never been used in the United States of America. Debbie Burks lied at the time. She knew the injections wouldn't stop infection or transmission. Debbie Burks lied when she said there was two weeks, that there was going to be a two-week shutdown. She lied. She admitted she lied. They all lied. I think President Trump was the only one in that, in that whole circle of people trying to tell the truth. So get on record. You demand the records. You're going to be going to court, guys. They're going to sue you on this too. You're going to be demanding the records for the CDC so-called scientists who are really just injection pimps for big pharma. Can you tell me that you have not received a royalty from any entity that you ever oversaw the distribution of money in research grants? Um, well, first of all, let's talk about royalties. That's the question. No, that's the question. Have oh, you ever no, overseen, have you ever received a royalty plan. payment from a company that you later oversaw money going to that company? And we can go on through the piece where Fauci, what he says is, uh, you know, uh, we don't, uh, the CDC is, is not is not required uh, uh, to, to share that data, Senator. We, we are not, we are not required uh, to tell the the disgusting, stinking peons uh, in, uh, in Megaland, uh, you know, uh, how much money, uh, sweet uh, green money we get from pharma. That's, you know, just go roll in your, your ribs and your, your AR-16s in the back of your F-97s on your, uh, your, your seven-wheeler trucks. Oh, man. That's, <laughs> that's the anger taking over, man. Oh. <sighs> what can I do to cleanse my soul a little bit here? Well, let's talk about um, Alan's Artisan Soaps. Oh, I got that. Cleanse my soul. Pass ah, radio talk way back. That's a transition. No, truly. Uh, thank God. <laughs> there are, there are companies like Allen's artisan soaps at allensoaps.com, A-L-A-N-S soaps.com. Thank God for that. They have the new scent, which is lilac applewood. Now look, go, go walk around in a store and, and go to the soap aisle. Find me the one, the soap, in those aisles that are not made by robots and mixed up by robots and, and find me the soap in there that is also proving the point that that's every creation of God matters. And young Allen is a creation of the Lord and he can't express himself verbally through sentences because of how deeply and, and dramatically impacted he is by autism. He expresses himself through writing. He made a Steven Crowder desk the other day saying, change my mind. He's 12, incidentally, um, but trapped in his mind, in, in his body, trapped in there is an intelligence that's just, just so beautiful. It's a beautiful, beautiful mind, so to speak. Um, he's the inventor of so many of the scents because he has no ability to really do sentences. So smells mean a lot to him. Cedarwood Jasmine is my favorite soap from them. And vanilla lime is probably my second favorite. My wife and daughter, the first time they smelled lilac apple, they, they, they've just fell in love with this. And understand that the soaps are 100% natural ingredients. Because once again, Alan's skin can't stand anything unnatural. And ha! Hey, maybe Pfizer will invent an mRNA soap. 
Well, we looked at the soap in the market and thought, what can we do to uh, further uh, reverse transcribe ourselves into the DNA of people? And Bill Gates said, I'll pay you money for each soap that people rub their bodies with. They said that Alan from Alan's Artisan Soaps, what does he know with soap? We'll fight her. Certainly, I should probably say, just for the sake of Alan's soaps, that uh, they have no connection to Pfizer, and that was parody. So it's alanssoaps.com, alanssoaps.com. Go there, you get 10% off everything because of uh, our partnership with the show. alanssoaps.com. So continuing um, on how they need to fight this um, because they're coming at Trump for this is they need to get right now very, very crisp on all the lies Pfizer told. Because remember, when President Trump w- agreed that these that OK, yeah, we've got the OK in this stuff. He was told they're 100 percent effective. He was told they're 100 percent safe. He was told they went through rounds and rounds and rounds of testing. All of that was lies. They never tested on pregnant women. You just heard, I played the audio that they tested it on animals. Too many animals died, so they shut it down. Um, They lied about how many women had miscarriages. And Naomi Wolf, by the way, she said the number was 44%. She came up very quickly and said, oops, 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 it wasn't that high. Oh, it's it's only, it's only uh, one in, it's only one in five. That's all. Oh, well, pardon us. One in five. Um, they didn't talk about the harm that they knew it called. They knew at the time it caused myocarditis and pericarditis. They knew it. They hid that from President Trump. They hid it from the president of the United States of America. Please, please get good at this. Please, I am begging you get good at this. Man, please don't wait the day before the trial to have Mark Meadows call me and say, gosh, can you help us? This is such an easy case to make. Because it's all on record. This is a publication uh, by two Israeli reporters named Ranit Feinberg and Yafa Shiraz. And they have looked through the VARS um, database, which is our government database, and they found that 58 babies were injected unlawfully, right? The, the EUA hadn't been approved for babies at that point, but nonetheless, Pfizer injected tiny babies, one of them as young as 43 days old, and 58 cases of life-threatening side effects in infants under three years old who received the mRNA vaccine by whom, by what, were reported. Um, And then it's unclear if some survived. And it's also unclear why these infants were vaccinated and whether they were part of the clinical trials. The main point legally is in the uh, meeting on Wednesday, um, the FDA will not be able to argue that it did not know or cannot argue that it did not know. Uh, They know that babies were injured um, by mRNA vaccines. The FDA claims that there are no life-threatening adverse events These records show that the most common serious adverse events to tiny babies were life-threatening, bleeding, anaphylactic shock, encephalitis, uh, neuroleptic syndrome, and these are multi-system injuries. Uh, And so some of the other things that happened to these babies, there's a two-month-old baby in the VARS uh, database. Um, 
and some of the things that happen to them uh, include uh, seizures, neurological illnesses. Um, there are 245 reports um, of babies exposed to the vaccine via breast milk, which confirms what we've been trying to warn you from the Pfizer uh, document analysts that breast milk is being harmed or contaminated and that Pfizer identifies breast milk as a source of exposure. These poor babies had pyrexia, body temperatures, headache, rash, diarrhea, um, and but also anaphylaxis, myocarditis, pericarditis. A 43-day-old female patient received the Comirnaty intramuscular injection. Right after the vaccination, the baby suffered a variety of life-threatening multi-system injuries, such as anaphylactic reaction, asthma. They intend to hang this all around the neck of President Donald John Trump. So to review, he was lied to by Francis Collins, who pretends to be an evangelical Christian, but is a big fan of abortion and the Chinese Communist Party's forced abortions. He was lied to by the nation's leading expert on infectious diseases, Tony Fauci, who lied about safe and effective, 100% effective, in fact, matter of fact, through rigorous rounds of testing. We wouldn't ever ever inject someone with something that wasn't perfectly safe, just ask all the people poisoned by AZT and remdesivir. He was lied to by Debbie Burks, and she admits it. She admits, yeah, I had to lie to the guy. He was lied to by Pfizer and Moderna. So were you. He was lied to by FDA employees. There was absolute collusion between the media, 100%. As they cornered Trump on this, he, uh, who exactly told him the truth? What happened when Scott Atlas came on? The president went back to being Donald John Trump. What is it with these lockdowns? This has got to stop. He started making fun of the woke masks again. And do you remember when he actually got conned into wearing a woke mask once? It was at Walter Reed. And in all honesty, it was a pretty, uh, <laughs> if you're going to wear a woke mask, pick the Darth Vader one. It actually looked pretty solid all around him. But this is going to be very difficult for President Trump. And I think they know that. Very hard thing for the president to say, I was fooled. I pray that the Lord will visit upon Donald John Trump the spirit of humility to say evil people, evil people pushed me in a direction on which I fully intended to save lives. I, I do believe that. I don't believe that about Fauci. I don't believe that about Burks because they did know I just pray that. They've said forever, the walls are closing in. We've got him this time. When they start parading, and they will, teen girls who used to play volleyball and were on their way to NCAA scholarships, but now can't get out of a wheelchair and will never walk again because of the injections when she testifies. When they bring up the videos. Suddenly they discover the videos of professional athletes dropping dead and Olympic athletes dropping dead. 
when they suddenly discovered the, the, the teen boys who died in their sleep, two friends got injected together. Both of them died in their sleep and they bring those parents in. And that's on TV. That's different than Mar Largo. It's different than Jan 6th. Want to know why? Because a lot of people got injected. And when they bring people on to finally explain the fact that that garbage lives in your veins to this day, and your body may still be making spike proteins to this day, and you might not know this year or next how this stuff may kill you, that's going to make a dent. So it's vitally important as well that they get ahead of one more thing, and that is the fact that Tony Fauci intends to hang the lockdowns around the neck of President Donald John Trump. He just does. Hey, I uh, did sell out this table for this event we're doing in North Idaho. And I understand the podcast is national. And I know most of the people who listen don't live in Washington State, Idaho, or Northern Utah. Most folks, uh, in fact, who listen to the podcast live in Texas and California. And um, so I, I, I know that. I'm I'm inviting people to come to this event because I think it's going to be a, a very, very unique event. Uh, my friend Joel Stewart is a retired Green Beret. He left service as a senior sergeant. Had a very cool job of of working at the Sears School, one of the top guys at the Sears School at Air Fairchild Air Force Base. I have a friend of mine, Mike, who is uh, uh, in Special Forces. And Mike went through that school. He told me about some of the PSYOP stuff they do there. Madhouse, man. Like getting locked in that box? No, count me out. I, I, I batter my head against the wall and try to kill myself. But uh, so I have friends who've been through that stuff. Um, it was Joel's job to put people through that stuff, not just for fun, although it was fun, uh, but to help people survive behind enemy lines or close to enemy lines when the, 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 the transportation is done. You hit an IED, people are injured, but you still have to survive, evade, resist, and escape. So he's going to take the way he's taught that mindset, preparation, um, ability to be uh, to, to, to adequately shift gears when you need to and, and how to train people and how to have the confidence of your team. He's going to take those lessons and apply them to business and leadership, particularly at a time when business is under assault. And I'm going to introduce Joel. And it's going to be a unique speech because he's one of the quietest, most humble men I've ever met. So you can get information for this. The event is September 8th um, in um, Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. Go to the ToddHermanShow.com. Click on the events tab there um, or speeches. I forget what we call it, but I would love to meet you there. Tickets are 40 bucks. I already sold my table out. Sorry about that, but I'd love to see you there. My friend Justin Hart put this together. This is uh, the Fouch. Headed into the warm and cushy, uh, cushiony, mattress-like embrace of Neil Cavuto. Do you regret particularly the last one, the shutdown, the sweeping shutdown that some yeah. said made things worse? No, I, I, I don't, uh, Neil. And in fact, I think we need to make sure that your listeners understand I didn't shut down anything. I recommended to the president that we shut the country down. And the only way to do that is by draconian means of essentially shutting down a country. 
We know that we can do that if we shut down. Well, I think one of the things you really need to do to the extent that you can shut down mm. temporarily mm. the country, I think is important. Well, if I knew at the time that shutting down would have such a dramatic effect on controlling the spread, obviously we would have shut down earlier. There are those who say you shut down your dis- destructive things by disrupting the economy. And others say, well, if you save so many infections by shutting down, why didn't you shut down two weeks earlier? But I don't regret saying that the only way we could have really stopped the explosion of infection was by essentially, um, I want to say shutting down. I mean, essentially having the physical separation and the kinds of recommendations that we've made. You've been a big fan of Cuomo and the shutdown in New York. You've lauded New York for their policy. New York had the highest death rate in the world. How can we possibly be jumping up and down and saying, oh, Governor Cuomo did a great job. He had the worst death rate in the world. No, you misconstrued that, Senator. (laughs) No, he doesn't and didn't. They're going to try that, too. So I hope that you will join me in praying upon President Trump, the full armor of God, but more importantly, the full humility to recognize that they took, there's a lot of things about President Trump that he is a guy who says, I will go through, over, around, under a problem, or I will blow the problem up. And that has helped him in many, many ways. He's also a guy who likes to be at the center of things. And from people who've met him privately, I've, I've gleaned, well, if not gleaned, they've told me that in private, he is the most warm and gracious and humble man in private. And I would tell you about the very few times that I was blessed to have conversations with Rush Hudson Limbaugh. He was very warm and very gracious, very humble. They took advantage of that. And they surrounded him with liars, deep state liars. Guys, I can't say this clearly enough. There has to be a recognition that the world in which we live, it's, it's dominated by Satan. I, I'm sorry. I know that is freaky to people, just freaks people out. But if you believe in the Bible, then you believe in, in Satan. If you believe in God, uh, the Christian God, and you believe in Jesus Christ, then you believe in Satan. And if you believe in Satan, then you believe he's busy doing things. The world split into people who cannot seem to escape the lies. My friends and former colleague, Jason Rantz at, at, um, at KTTH Radio, um, and there's a link to this in the show sheet. He has proven something I knew when it came out. There was a study, so-called study. It wasn't really a study. It was a press release. It was junk, trash, from Children's Hospital in Seattle, which has been on the forefront of trans and kids aggressively. They're a frightening place. They're an evil, evil. It's a den of evil. They treat puberty like a disease. They con parents. They blackmail parents emotionally. I know this because I've spoken to parents who have consistently described the emotional blackmail. 
Um, I've spoken to parents who say that the children's will be happy to take your kid away from you. Call CPS if you don't immediately agree to get your kid shot up with wrong sex hormones. It is the most unconscionable evil, and it's all about money, in my judgment. Uh, Children's Hospital partnered with the deeply corrupt University of Washington Medical School, home of IHME, who helped push the COVID nonsense for Bill Gates, who is a eugenicist, incidentally. Gates is a eugenicist. And they put out the study that said that, hey, you know what? Kids who get wrong sex hormones, they don't, uh, their depression and anxiety goes all away. Look at that. It's gone. Except it's not. I read the, I read the so-called study. Number one, it was based upon a ridiculously small sample size. Number two, it followed these kids for a very short period of time. There's always this afterglow moment, this honeymoon moment, always. Because kids have stressed about it. What's, gonna, what's it going to be like? They get this stuff. And then people say, you're brave. Oh, look how brave you are. You're so brave. And suddenly they feel accepted and, oh, look, I feel accepted. And here's what happens in, in uh, the majority of cases is one day or another, they look in the mirror and they go, oh, I still hate me. Wow. I felt like I was an ugly girl. Now I'm a weird, freakish looking fake boy. And they start to discover things like this. And this, guys, this is rough talk. This is rough talk. If you've got a family listening and young kids, please, this is rough talk. They will discover things like it's a, it's a girl who has caused herself to look like a boy. And, or, and been conned into that. And she finally meets, she finally meets a, a girl who wants to date her. And then the girl says... Oh, here's what I want to do to you sexually. And it's perverted and it's demeaning. And it's very common as well for girls who pretend to be boys to then say, well, I'm gay. I'm same sex attracted. Now, mind you, follow the moving parts here. This is a girl who's been given injections to pretend to be a boy. She meets a boy. And the boy's attracted to her. And then the boy says to her, I don't, I can't look at your face when we're having sex. I, I, I can't. And I've read time and time again of accounts like this. So Children's Hospital and the UW put out this ridiculous clownish fake garbage study. On the day it was released, I, I got very angry on Twitter and I called it this, I, I called it, um, I, I called it excrement. And I feel bad for that. And then Jess Singal, who has followed so-called transgender medicine forever and has written some very brave articles about this, he took it apart and he said, oh, by the way, um, in further study, that's, they, they lied about the conclusion. They lied about the conclusion of their own study. It doesn't say this. There is nothing in the study that said that the, the depression and anxiety went down. In fact, it's the opposite. He dug into the math. They lied. Well, Jason Rantz at, uh, at KTTH.com and MyNorthwest.com, God bless Jason for doing this. Jason got the emails. He did a public document request. He got the emails. He's got them. He's got the UW on record. This, these people saying, getting caught, that, that they got caught lying about this study. And instead of correcting it to 
to tell kids this doesn't work. To warn parents, oh, sorry, we lied about what this garbage will do to your kids. They decided not to correct the record because they'd gotten such good press. If you got in, sucked into that place, Children's Hospital, there's your ticket to sue them. They knew exactly what they were doing. They were lying. And Seattle media blasted that story out like it was truth, particularly King 5 News, an NBC affiliate. And I'm, I'm, I'm all over their news director. You're going to correct the record? The world is split. The truth is not with some people. Our time is short and far too short to live in lies. I don't know why God gave you and I the gift of not living in lies, but man, am I thankful. And I really do hope you'll join me in praying for President Trump's team for wisdom um, for humility to get out right now and go on offense because this is the stuff where they can bring into D.C. thousands and thousands and thousands of maimed people, children, and parents of dead people. This is the Todd Herman Show. Please go be well, be strong, be kind. And remember, as screwed up as things are, this is not our ultimate home, guys. We are visitors here. It's not our ultimate home. In our ultimate home, <laughs> there's none of this. <laughs>